Hi, I'm Miss Marcy, and you are listening to Conversations with Miss Marcy podcast. If you are looking for watered down conversations, this might not be the podcast for you. I'm just saying. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Miss Marcy. I am Miss Marcy. If this is your first time listening, and tuning in. Thank you so much and welcome. And for my continued listeners, my continued supporters, thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much for your continued support. Y'all don't forget to download and share and subscribe to this podcast. I would really appreciate it. And like I always say, you could be listening to any podcast, but you choose to listen to this one. So for that, I do appreciate you. All right, so we'll get into a few things. Now, Now, this is going to be some previous topics or whatever that I didn't get to get into. I couldn't um, uh, upload it because I was having some software issues. So, yeah, just kind of bear with me or whatever. All right, we're going to get into it. So, the BET Awards aired or whatever. And I like the fact that the theme was about women. You know, it was like the whole women empowerment type of stuff, you know, uplifting women or whatever. Thought that was pretty cool. So Taraji P. Henson hosted it. I thought she did good as the host. I do. I, th- I thought she did really good. She was really funny. I like her little skits. I like the fact that she did, you know, she dressed up as, as, as different women that she admired over the years and everything, you know, just on some I am every woman. It's all in me type of, you know, just in the spirit of I am every woman. It's all in me. So I appreciated that. And um, so, yeah, I thought she did really well. Some people thought she was kind of stale or whatever, but I didn't. I thought she did good. So it opened up with Kirk Franklin and Lil Baby performed or whatever, which I really didn't get to see that. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I didn't even get to see it on the replay. But when it played or whatever, I think I was in the kitchen or doing something. I don't know. But I know I just didn't really catch that. And and so her performed as well you know what she is one talented person like she is such a very talented girl um she just she she's amazing you know she did her song we made it and I believe she won um I believe she won did she win best R&B for a pop female artist I believe um and she beat out Jasmine Sullivan Beyonce Scissor Janelle, I mean, Janae Aiko and Summer Walker. So that's very impressive for her. Very impressive. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I wasn't mad at that, though. I mean, I, I mean, I thought, you know, I, I think SZA is pretty dope, too. But I'm not mad that her won that. You know what I mean? I ain't mad at that at all. So Lil Nas X performed. And um, yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm gonna say this. His performance was good. Now that song, that vi- that video that he did was crazy. That's ain't that the video where he was hunching on the the devil, or the, like he was hunching on the devil or something at the end of that video. Oh my god, it was a lot of controversy about that video. But I I thought his performance was pretty good. He um he he did, he gave homage to Michael Jackson and the whole remember the time, you know. Do you remember the time? I remember being uh when I was young and I was in drill team or whatever and I remember we had we we used to do that little dance that Michael Jackson used to do on that video. That was a good video. I love the Egyptian theme. Oh, it was so freaking pretty. 
But anyway, so Lil Nas, so yeah, Lil Nas X paid homage to that. Now at the end is where it got kind of, kind of racy, okay? Because he tongued down one of his dancers right in the mouth, like, like, <laughs> like some what Britney Spears and Madonna did at the MTV Awards back in the day. Y'all remember that? So the camera cut right past it too, like. <laughs> I mean, you know, is after all, it was Gay Pride Month, so you know what I'm saying they live in a truth. That is what it is, okay? So, Jasmine Sullivan, um, she won. She, um, no, Jasmine Sullivan and Ari Lennox performed on that song called "On It," and I thought that was pretty good. Now, Jasmine Sullivan won Album of the Year, and I ain't mad at that for hotels. I'm not mad at that because one thing about her, she is a very underrated, talented artist. You know, I've always liked her ever since she first came out and, um, you know, ever since her first album or whatever, she is very, very, um, she's another very talented. She's just very talented. And, uh, she goes under the radar. I remember, um, I think she had quit the music industry some years ago and, and then I guess she came back or whatever. And, um, so it was good to see that. And it was good to see when she won, she walked up there with her mom. And that was a very important moment, a very emotional moment, because Jasmine Sullivan's mom, she had um, she had breast cancer, which she overcame. So she's beat. I think it was breast cancer. I know it was cancer, but I believe it was breast cancer. But so it was very important and emotional that she was even there. So that was really sweet to see, you know. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that her mom pulled through and everything. And, um, so she won that and she got up there, you know, she said her speech and everything. Um, I, you know, Migos performed and I was damn near asleep when they performed. Okay. I was like, kind of like dozing off until then Cardi B came out and I kind of woke up. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, they, <laughs> they was just doing this little dance they was doing. I'm just like, okay. So yeah, they was kind of boring or whatever. And then Cardi B comes out and she basically comes out with her pregnancy. So she and Offset are expecting baby number two, which I knew that. I knew that from, um, there was a, I can't remember what award show it was just previously, not that long ago, maybe about two months ago. There was some type of award show on. And I remember looking at the highlights on YouTube and somebody said something about Cardi and I commented and I said, well, she's, she's, it's, she's doing that because she's pregnant. This is before she even announced it. I knew she was pregnant. I knew she was pregnant, honey. Um, because like I said, I saw that her, her stomach, I just saw she was kind of getting kind of pudgy around the stomach area, whatever. But, um, congratulations to them. They're a little culture is about to have a, either another little brother or sister, and, um, so yeah, but they used that moment. I thought that was a great, um, strategic, it was, it was a great strate strategic plan to use the BET awards as the moment to, um, you know, announce to the world and, uh, you know, that always keeps people talking or whatever. So they did that. And, um, what else, what else? I think they did the song called, um, she, uh, no, Migos did the song called Straightening. And then um, Cardi did, when she came out, they did that song called Tightish or something like that. But now, Megan Thee Stallion performed or whatever. And her performance was pretty good. She also won Best Rap Female, which 
I ain't mad at that either. Megan got bars. I will not deny that. I just think she's a little too nasty. And, you know, you know I just, I think Megan the Stallion is a beautiful girl. And I think that um, she kind of, all the nastiness, all the booty shaking. She built, she bad. You know what I'm saying? She's a baddie. I'm not going to lie, but I'm just like, I be kind of overseeing the, but I guess she ain't doing nothing a lot of other girls not doing, you know, but hey. But I just don't feel like she needs to do all of that. But yeah, so she won for um, Best Rap Album. Like I said, Best Female Rap Album. And her and Cardi won for WAP. Now, at first she forgot to, to thank Cardi in her thank you speech, whatever. But then she went back and she cleaned that up and she she thanked her. So, um, what else? So, um, Megan, yeah, um, yeah, like I said, Megan and Cardi won Video of the Year. Megan actually had a good night. She did. She had a good night because she also won a viewer's choice award as well for Savage with, uh, with Beyonce. So that was good. Good for Megan. All right. And now I didn't so much care for, okay. When those, the, um, the, 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 um, the cast of, uh, sisters came out, you know, trying to do the whole little, I guess the little skit of the bonnets. You know, as I guess like a little diss to Monique or whatever. I thought that was kind of stupid. I, I I ain't see no point in that. It was just kind of dumb to me. And Tyler, the creator, did his um, performance where he, I mean, you know, he was like in the wind blowing. I thought it was very creative of him to do that. You know what I mean? Like he was, all I saw is it looked like he was blowing in the wind somewhere. You know what I mean? And um, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pax performed and... Their, their performance was pretty good. You could tell it was high as shit, but, you know, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> they performed Leave the Door Open. City Girls' performance, um, they did Twerkulator. Uh, I seemed like they were barely, like, into it. You know what I mean? Like, they seemed like they was kind of dry. Like, okay, we're going to do this, but let's hurry up and get this over with. You know what I mean? I mean, that's how they seemed. I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but that's how it seemed to me. A little, just a little bit. Just a little bit. And, um... <laughs> <laughs> I tell you one thing, though, these young girls and they knees, child. Ooh, I could never. Now, that's one thing I will say is I could never. Okay, I cannot get down and be twerking, and oh my gosh, my knees will be ooh, mm. goodness, goodness, goodness. But they be doing it though, honey. They be they be dropping it, dipping it, and doing it. It's okay. But um, uh, also um. What else happened? Um, oh yeah, um, Queen Latifah won. She was honored with the Lifetime Achievement Award, which, which, which has been a long time coming. Like, oh my gosh, Queen Latifah definitely, she definitely deserves it. Queen Latifah is like, she is a phenomenal woman. She really is. So Lil Kim and Rhapsody and MC Light and Moni Love came out and they gave a tribute to um, Queen Latifah. You know, to you know, for the uh, Lifetime Achievement Award, and I thought they did really good. I, I thought they did really well. And I want to know, can somebody please tell me what is MC Light taking? Because MC Light looks so freaking good. She looks so amazing to me. Like, is it, what is her skin regimen? Can somebody find that out for me and let me know? <laughs> what is it? You know what I'm saying? It, is it, is it, is it, is she getting some good dick? I mean, it, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is it? You know, she looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> she do she does she mc light looks really she looks really young but anyway so moni love mc light lil kim raspity they performed you know um a few of queen latifah's hits or whatever 
And it was just a really good, I thought they did a good job. Queen Latifah, it, that's who really, I mean, like I said, she's been deserving of a Lifetime Achievement Award. That girl, well, that woman, she definitely seems like, first of all, she seems like she's just a positive person. Like she tries to be a positive person all the time. And you never hear about her up in no mess in the media or anything. I mean, we watched her, you know, I remember when I first heard Queen Latifah, I think it was give it to him, Queen. You got it. Ha, give it to him, Queen. No, no, no. Or was it, ooh, ladies first, ladies first with Moni Love. Ooh, ladies first. Either way, it was back in the day, okay? She is one of the pioneers of hip hop. And I will put her in the same category as Ice Cube in terms of really watching an old school hip hop pioneer evolve because both her, she and Ice Cube have gone from being rappers to, well, rap is still going to be always what we know them first for first, but they got their hands into other stuff and became like, you know, a household name, you know, became um, people who you can actually watch with your children. You know, they both uh, you know, star in and are behind the scenes in production of family friendly movies. You know what I mean? So that's just amazing to see. And they just go to show you, you know, I'm gonna keep it on Queen Latifah though, because it's not about Ice Cube. Okay. But basically it just goes to show you just how long she's been in the game and her contribution to just the industry and just, just to the, you know, to the world period for me for real. So, you know, just like I said, to the world, just period, you know, um, she has done so much stuff like, you know, the sitcoms, you know, um, living single. That was one of the, one of the greatest sitcoms. And I think she's been behind other sitcoms, but I know that one is the main one, you know, her production company, I think it was called flavor unit. Or was that her record label? I don't know, but she's been in, she's been in a lot of production, uh, her talk show. She's been a talk show host twice. She had a talk show back in the day and she had one in, in recent years. It was some years ago, but it was in more so in recent years. Um, she has condos for affordable housing. Like she is really like for real, you know what I mean? And, 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 and honestly, it was good to see that, you know, she has basically, become more comfortable with herself and her, you know, who she really is. Because I mean, let's be, we all, we all know that, um, Queen Latifah is a lesbian, you know, I mean, she's never came out and confirmed it, but hell, she kind of did when she gave her acceptance speech, you know, um, she, I, you know, she came out, she brought her father and everything. And she had a picture of her mom, which I, I man, Queen Latifah lost her mom a couple of years ago. And, you know, her and her mom was really, really close. So it's like, you know, you could tell that she's still mourning, mourning the death of her mom. That was like her best friend. So she had her mom's picture and everything. And she just gave her speech. And then at the end, you know, she uh, she shouted out her lover. Uh, I think her name is Ebony Nichols, I believe. She shouted her out her partner, rather, I should say her partner. And, um, you know, she said happy pride. Cause baby, you know, she's part of the LGBTQ as well. You know, it is what it is, but Queen Latifah has never been a messy chick. You know, she's never been in no mess or whatever, like, you know, so, um, I, I, I can respect her, you know, I can respect her and her, and her work and her contribution to the industry. Um, and then they gave the tribute to DMX, which, I thought Michael K. Williams did an amazing job, honey. I believe if they're going to do the DMX documentary, which I'm pretty sure they are, 
that's who should play DMX. Nobody else but Michael K. Williams. Y'all know him from, um, uh, for those of y'all who used to watch The Wire, you know, that's Omar uh, from The Wire, whatever. Uh, I was a, a Wire junkie, okay? So he is a great actor anyway. He, he kills everything he does. And man, he just, he does it. Um, so that was really good to see. Um, uh, Method Man and who else was in there? I'm going to say this. I thought the little skit, let me say this too. I thought the little skit with Erica Badu and Method Man was too freaking cute, honey. First of all, Method Man is sexy as shit. Okay. Method Man is just, he a fly ass dude. I mean, he, <laughs> and he just can't even help it. I don't even think he's one of those guys that even wants to be a sex symbol to women, but he is. Cause y'all know Method Man married, but baby, honey, the girls be lusting at the Method Man. Okay. And I mean, he's just an attractive dude. Dress him up, dress him down. Either way, he still look good. It don't even matter. Any day, it don't even matter. He looks good. And uh, but um, but yeah, she had that little skit she did with him where she had him smelling those. The I think it was some incense or something. And she was uh, basically saying it was her vagina, or whatever. It was so cute. She was acting like Erica Badu, and at a glance, she did look like Erica Badu. But it was it was really cute. But anyway. So they did the tribute to DMX. I thought the, the tribute to DMX could have been better. Um, it seemed like it was rushed, you know. I'm not sure if they just didn't have time to do it. I don't know. But it just seemed like it was kind of rushed or whatever. But, um, yeah, that was pretty much it. That was I wanted to run down. I wanted to give that rundown real quick or whatever. But, um, yeah, so next I want to talk about real quick. So on the red carpet, DJ Envy asked um, Lil' Kim. Um, if she would do a versus battle. Okay. And she said, yeah. And she said she would do one. She wanted to do one with Nicki Minaj. Okay. Now my thing about that is this. I don't know if that was Lil' Kim trying to extend an olive branch to Nicki to basically squash the beef. Cause y'all know they've been beefing for the past, what damn near nine years, I guess, 10 years or something like that. And while I am in favor of the versus battles, y'all know I tune into those and it, it, because it is more like a celebration uh, and, you know, it's more like a celebration of music more than a battle, but Nikki and Lil' Kim, I don't think that would be a good matchup. And I also feel like, I, I don't know. I wonder if Lil' Kim was probably just wanting to do that to show that, you know, oh, I got better hits or whatever. Or I had more bars than you. I don't know. I just don't think that would be a good match. I mean, Nikki has had a long run. I mean, she has. She has had a long run. And I mean, they're, you know, two different generations. You know what I mean? It, it, to me, it kind of made, and, and I'm a Lil' Kim fan. Don't get it twisted. I, I, that was my girl. Like, I love Lil' Kim. I still have her hardcore album. And I just feel like it made her look kind of thirsty. Like, thirsty for either and I, I don't know it just made her look thirsty like it, it made to me it made her seem like she's still pressed for Nikki she's still pressed to prove and show that you know uh Nikki bit off her swag or whatever and all this other stuff I don't know but I just wouldn't have played myself like that if I was her I would have said yeah I'll do a versus uh, I'm not sure who I would do it with but I would do a versus I damn sure wouldn't name Nikki because then now Nikki has the opportunity to look at her like girl but I ain't doing no damn versus with you you know what I'm saying <laughs> so you know I just thought that was interesting that she would even do that that she would even say that 
And speaking of verses, so Bow Wow and Soldier Boy gave an epic versus battle. Child, I was surprised at that because when I heard that they were doing it, I didn't even think nothing of it. I'm like, oh, Bow Wow, Soldier Boy, okay, whatever. But man, I tuned into that thing. It was funny as shit. You hear me? It was so freaking funny and entertaining. So, <laughs> first of all, Soldier Boy is entertaining anyway. You know, that. The Breakfast Club interview it was is just a classic. It, that that will always go down in the books as a classic. Drake. <laughs> so um, it was so funny because he kept calling Lil Bow Wow Lil Pee Wee, and uh, he was doing like just little annoying things. He was doing things that nobody's ever done in the verses. Like so, for instance, he played his song like Soulja Boy played his song like three times, like. <laughs> Nobody's ever done that in the versus battle. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, goodness. So, you know, while he was doing that, at one point, Bow Wow laid down on the, just laid down on the floor like, all right, just wake me up when this shit is over. You know what I'm saying? It's like they was being, it was friendly shady towards each other. It was so freaking funny, man. I'm telling you. Um, I will say this. Bow Wow is a great performer. He is. I remember the first time I ever saw Bow Wow. I remember, I remember like it was yesterday, it was probably like in the early 2000s. I remember I was sitting at home in my first apartment. Okay. I was sitting there watching videos because back then I used to still, back then I used to still watch 106 in Park. And so it was this show, it was this song called I Got to Have It. It was called Got to Have It with Monica and um, Lil Bow Wow. And when he came out and did his verse on that video, I remember thinking, like, who is that little dude? Like, he is, like, he just was ready for the stage. Like, he was just ready for the stage. That dude, he commands the stage. You know, he's a great performer. I will say that about him. Um, And so that's the good thing about him. Now, his songs were pretty old. You know, Bow Wow don't really have no new music, for real, for real. So I will say... He had Soldier Boy beat on the stage presence and just being a performer, but Soldier Boy had more club hits. You know, he had more of the fun music, more in um, in, in in line with the times right now. But you know, younger people, some certain some parts of the generation still like Bow Wow's old music, like you know what I'm saying. But yeah, but um, it it was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, like I said, his music is old, but you know he really has a, a great stage presence. He brought out JD, the brat, um, three, six mafia and, uh, Omarion, which I thought was cool. You know what I mean? Um, so they're doing a millennial tour and I believe Bow Wow is heading, uh, he's heading, um, he's headlining the millennial tour. I'm sorry. He's headlining the millennial tour along with Omarion. And I believe soldier boy is performing too. So that should be a good little thing for them. Um, Soldier Boy brought out Romeo, which was cool to see, you know, because um, this was actually the first time Romeo and Bow Wow ever performed on the sta- same stage together after like 20 years, you know. So that was pretty cool to see. And um, but yeah, so I am um, like I said, I didn't think that was going to be that funny, but it was. It was actually pretty good. So I don't know. Um, there was another versus battle um, uh, coming up. Um, I believe it's Bobby Brown and Keith Sweat. So that should be good to see. Who knows? Who knows? So, yeah. Um, 
so I don't know, you know, I think they're really doing big things with this versus, I think they're going to start. Um, I think it's going to be a whole movement. I mean, not a movement, but it's going to be a whole thing. It's going to be a whole new thing. As far as I believe, even after the pandemic is over with, they're going to take it to another level because I mean, it's, it's a big thing. I mean, because a lot of people watch it. I mean, I know some people who don't, they'd be like, I don't watch that stuff, but there's a lot of people who do watch it. Um, older people, younger people, it's like a concert for real, for real. I mean, and then if you could hook it up to your television, well now, hell, they're streaming it on YouTube too. So hell, you could just sit in your living room and watch it. So I don't know, like they're really doing big things with it. And I think they should keep on going. I didn't see um, Timberland and Swiss Beats. They did, they did a versus. I didn't even see that. Um, so I don't know. But, um, but yeah, so, I mean, I think, like I said, they're doing an amazing job with it. I wonder if they'll let some people do a do over with, with the verses. Nah, probably not. Cause we don't really, yeah. Once we, once we see it and hear the music, it's like, we don't need to see it again. So if, if you don't get it right the first time, it's like, uh, yeah, we probably don't, we don't, we don't have to see it again. Cause I know I'm thinking about people like 112 and Jagged Edge. Theirs was horrible. Ooh, their versus battle was awful. And I'm wondering if it's because the production at, uh, when they did when they did theirs. I think the audio was bad. Cause that's that's what a tear it up too is if the audio not good. It's like um yeah, um I think the audio was bad, and um it was just not good. And that was amazing because that I mean that was just really interesting because. Those two groups, Jagged Edge and um, um, Once Well, they had some hits during the, during the 90s. Are you kidding me? So I would expect for their versus battle to just be like epic as hell, you know? So, so as it stands with me, so far, I would say the best versus uh, would be definitely DMX and Snoop. That was like one of my favorites. Um, Monica and Brandy, of course, that was a, that was a, that man, um, of course, Babyface and, um, Teddy Riley and who else, who else? I, I enjoyed Nelly and Ludacris. Theirs was pretty good. Uh, Bow Wow and, um, Lil Draco, um, Bow Wow and Soldier Boy. That's one of my favorites now. Um, who else? Who else have done it? Um... Oh, I did like um, Erica Badu and um, Jill Scott. So I thought that was pretty good. And those are the only ones I could think of off top that I enjoyed. And I mean, like was really just like crunk in the house with a glass of wine, just dancing and having a good time, too. So, yeah, I think I'm missing one, though. It's somebody that I saw. I think that's it. I think those are the ones that I can name off top that I really enjoyed or whatever. So, all right. I guess this was just like a little, just a real quick mashup of um, um, award show and um, versus battle, I guess. <laughs> so I'm going to get up out of here, y'all. I'm not going to hold y'all too long. Y'all know how I do. I don't be want to, you know, be before y'all too long because I know some of y'all got short attention spans, honey. But yeah, I just wanted to come on here and speak on that really quickly. So, all right, y'all, I will catch y'all in the next podcast. All right. All right, guys, that's a wrap. And once again, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now, don't be stingy. Go ahead and share this podcast. 
And don't forget to follow on social media. Remember, you might get glad about what I said, or you might get mad about what I said. Either way, I said what I said. Till next time, y'all take care. Bye.